When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chelsea, we have been talking about the daily tip, the club slash sports betting business. We're going to have a book inside. Lounge. Lounge. That's what I'm looking for. Thank you. The lounge. I like that. It reminds me of, though, I remember when I worked in Austin and I was a professor of journalism at a community college for, how long did I do that? Three years? And I remember one night I was in the club, a gentleman's club with my girlfriend. We were just like, oh, let's go. It'll be fun. We'll have some drinks. We'll hang out and we'll just sit around. And we went and all of a sudden a server comes over to ask what we wanted to drink. And I hear Mr. Jenkins. And it was one of my students. And let me tell you, that Uh-oh. was quite the interaction. She was a server, and she looked at me with wide eyes, and I looked at her with wide eyes, and she got us drinks, and we just never discussed it again. It was, oh, you work here. And I'm sure she was thinking, yeah, and you are here. And it was just kind of like a wink and nod, like, all right, we're both here. I'll see you on Monday. Make sure you have that paper turned in in time. Wasn't that on Varsity Blues? Like, I want to say that was, like, part of the movie. It's been, like, a long time since I've seen Varsity mm-hmm. Blues, but I feel like that was something. Was it not? I feel like you're from Texas. You should know all about that You movie. know what? I'm there not... we go. David's, yeah. Yeah. Double D says this. I've, I have a confession to make. I've never seen Varsity Blues. Isn't that terrible? Bill's mm. shaking his head. I don't even have to look. I can, I can feel his head shaking. I can feel the wind from his head shaking. It's just awful. I know. I know. I apologize to all of our viewers and future clientele coming to the Daily Tip Lounge. Investors. Yes, investors, dancers, <laughs> waitresses, wait staff, service staff. But I, yes, in, in the movie, a teacher in the small town uh-huh. is a stripper. Uh-huh. How does no one know that? Yeah. Like, it was a shock to everyone when it was found out. It's like... <laughs> You're in a small town in Texas. Yeah, come on. Nobody knows that the teacher is also working at the strip club. Oh, come on here. Yeah, give me a break. Is that a normal thing? I would be shocked. Teachers in a strip club. It'd be one thing if she was like, I didn't have any teachers that worked at strip clubs, and I lived in a small town. I guarantee you, they didn't look like that. Well, right, but I'm just saying, in in that tiny of a (laughs) town, I would it would be hard to keep that secret. You know Double, what I mean? Double D is saying it was uh, in another town. Saying. Yeah, but still, still. Yeah, in the movie, in the movie, it was the strip club was in another town. It's there's still oh. no way. There's still no way that you don't know. Double D, the expert. Ah, uh, let me tell this you about how this went down. This was before social media, though. One of one of my favorite football movies. Yeah. Double D. By the way, I don't want you to feel left out. You're going to be the DJ because you're great with music, but also the bouncer. Right. Early on, we can't hire a full staff. It's a startup. Right. So what happens is you play the music because you have great music on the show. Yes. But also, if there's any trouble, you know, you just let the music play and you rough somebody up. I kind of want to see it. 
I I love how everybody seems to think that I'm some kind of BA because I'm like this big grizzly dude. Yeah. I'm the cuddliest teddy bear anyone would ever want to meet. I'd probably be that guy going, could you please, could you please leave? Please, just please leave. Please. You know what? <laughs> just give them, cuddle them to death, Double D. Just give them a big bear hug and they'll try and fight you and they just can't escape that big old cuddle hug and you just cuddle them right on out. And that's what makes- just pancake them. <laughs> pancake Block them. Yeah. The best Iowa style. The best part of our <laughs> lounge, the Daily Tip Lounge, is that even if you stir some trouble up, you just get a big old hug from Double D, and he just cuddle hugs you right out of the building. We don't even get violent. That's, I mean, we have a, our business plan is so brilliant right now. I, we got a manuscript in my in my email inbox that I was telling you about that some guy sent me. He wants us to look at this. This potential, it's kind of a hybrid sitcom, scripted, unscripted. Maybe we work in the Daily Tip Lounge and it all comes together. I don't know. The stars are aligning for us, Chelsea. We've got a lot going for us we right do. now. We do. We need a, a Daily Tip Christmas card where we talk about all of these things that are happening. Yes. Do people still do those? Remember the letters where people be like, oh, yes, little Timmy is oh, off yeah. to Harvard early where he was valedictorian at his high school. And then, you know, Judy, she's helping out. She's bringing water mm -hmm. to people in Central America. And you're like, well, my kids haven't done any of that, but they didn't make their bed this morning. And then there's that little addendum at the end. Caden's doing better. He's making some friends now. <laughs> we're still working with them, but we're proud he's ours. I'm like, oh, what's going on with Caden? He's having some serious problems. Those, those letters, people still do them. Oh. And, and you talk about that. I have a, a friend of mine in the last couple of years has gone through a nasty divorce. You better believe the details were in that Christmas letter. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. And it wasn't just like sent to That's like awesome. close. Oh, it was tremendous reading. So good. Like, but how do you just send this out to everybody? That's crazy. It was wild. Loved it. Loved it. I need to do that. I'll do that this year. Hey, <laughs> it's been, you know, about two Remember and a half years divorce? since my divorce, but let me Time give let me spill the tea. Let me tell you guys what happened now that it's Christmas time. Yeah, I can't imagine doing that. You know what I can't imagine, Chelsea? Winning some money in the NFL this week. And, of course, at the Daily Tip Lounge, come on in early. Specials on NFL Sunday. We got Red Zone on. Is there a certain team you want to watch? We'll get it on for you. Lucy, can you get this Broncos game on? Thank you. No, she's, sir, no, she only dances at night. She's just here to watch the football games. Okay, let's start with Thursday Night Football. <laughs> Seahawks at the Cowboys. Cowboys laying nine and a half, Chelsea. The Cowboys are minus 450. The Seahawks are plus 340. The total set at 46 and a half. This spread has gone up from Cowboys minus seven and a half. And there are only three games this week, by the way, where both teams are over 500. This is one of them. I love the Cowboys here. I got them at seven. I played it down to seven as soon as this came out for the purposes of this show. Now we're talking... Cowboys minus nine and a half. And I kind of still like it at minus nine and a half. I can't believe I'm saying that. The Cowboys have been really great in this position as big favorites, mm -hmm. even though I think the question is, do the Seahawks kind of belong in this spot? Because when the Cowboys have really succeeded as big favorites, it's been against some of the worst teams in the league. The Giants, 
uh, the Commanders. So I'm not sure if the Seahawks are that bad, but if you look at the Cowboys, when they're favorites, they're usually covering. They are 8-1 and one against the spread this year as favorites. They're also playing this game at home where their offense looks even better. So I do feel like the side is probably the Cowboys. It does make me nervous to like nine and a half points mm -hmm. in primetime though. And again, do we think there is a chance that the Seahawks cover the spread here? Because like I said, they are not a bottom of the barrel team. I think it's a possibility, but I also think the Seahawks are really banged up right now. I don't know if Kenneth Walker III is going to play or not. If he doesn't, more handoffs to Zach Charbonnet. But Geno Smith has kind of regressed this season, and he's banged up. I don't think his arm is right. Just it's hard to fade the Cowboys and the way they're playing right now. They have so much momentum. So, yeah, it is a big number, and the Seahawks are a decent team, but they're not nearly the surprise that they were last year. So I would still lay it with the Cowboys. I got to ask you about Niners and Eagles. I mean, this is the marquee game on Sunday. 49ers are laying two and a half. They're minus 145 on the money line. The Eagles are plus 120. Total set at 46 and a hook. This open Niners minus one and a half. Money coming in on San Francisco. Are you in the home dog in Philly? The I don't link? think so. No? I do not think so. And it's nothing to do with the fact that, you know, I am out on the Eagles mm -hmm. as a team. I just think situationally, this is a really tough spot for the Eagles. If you look at their schedule, it has been absolutely grueling. Uh, starting with that game against the Cowboys. Won that one by less than a touchdown, 28-23. to 23. Next up, they go on the road to the Chiefs. Won that game in a nail-biter. A come-from-behind win, 21-17. to 17. Then they played the Bills. That game went to overtime. They won 37-34. So it feels like not only are they playing really good opponents, they're also playing in really high-stress games. So at some point, it feels like the Eagles, like it's just they're on them. And this is probably the worst opponent to face if you're a team that's worn down. The Niners are known for being physically bruising on the defensive side of the ball. So if anybody can match the Eagles as far as talent goes, it's certainly the 49ers. And we have seen things about the Eagles where it doesn't feel like they're playing a complete game of good football. They'll mm -hmm. have little bumps and little slip-ups, you know, in the first half where they don't look especially great. So if they have that against the 49ers, it feels like San Francisco is the team that can really make them pay for it. So I'll take the Niners here. It feels like a really tough spot for the Eagles. And also, I think the Niners at full strength are actually the best team in the NFC. I'll go uh, Niners here, minus two. I am with you here. I'm all over the Niners. I love the Niners. I will not be here on Friday for our pick six segment. I will miss you guys. But the Eagles, I, I just think they're going to be worn out from that game against Buffalo. Completely worn out. An overtime game, a physical game against the Bills. The Niners have had 10 days to get ready for this game. I just think they're better. And you mentioned yesterday there's this narrative out there that the Eagles aren't as good as their record. I don't necessarily believe that, but I think the Niners are better than their record because the reason why they're 8-3 and three is because they were so banged up when Debo was out, when they just couldn't quite get right, and Brock Purdy struggled for like a hot second. Now they're back, and they have Chase Young on that defensive line, which I think was a great addition. And honestly – that's a sneaky great addition. I know we didn't talk a lot about it when it happened, but that was one area in which San Francisco was struggling just a little bit, and they solidified a need 
at a very small price. I'm with you. I think this is the best team in football. I will take the Niners on Sunday. How about this? Broncos, Texans? Oh, yeah, 6-5 and five versus 6-5, and five, baby. Texans laying 3.5. Texans minus 185. Broncos plus 150 on the money line if Adam GM total set at 46 and a hook. Spread has gone up from Texans minus 3. Are you a believer in C.J. Stroud covering this number, or are you going with Russ? I think this is tough because at some point the Broncos bubble is probably going to burst because mm-hmm. they have been on such a good trajectory up that eventually, you know, they're going to have a down game. And they've played in a lot of close games. But still, I think I kind of want to take the points here with the Broncos. I think if they can run the ball effectively, they can actually keep it close mm-hmm. with the Texans. But the thing that kind of makes me lean the other way is I thought to myself, okay, let's see if this Texans defense can stop the run. The Texans are actually top 10 in the league at stopping the run, giving up just 95 yards per game. But I think part of that is due to the fact that uh, they're really bad against the pass. So they are bottom five against the pass. So it just feels like the matchup warrants maybe throwing the ball a little more. So I don't know if the run defense is that stout. It's just people off to throw against them. So I do think that maybe the Broncos can run the ball a little bit. Uh, but so I think this is a great teaser leg option said this on Tuesday. I love the Broncos. Mm -hmm. If you get that six, they're all the way up to nine and a half. I don't see the Texans blowing them out, but I think I would lean towards the Broncos, but I don't love it. I cannot wait to see this game. I, I, I know it's not the most exciting game on the slate. I will say it. Like I said before, there are only three games on the slate. This is one of them where you have two teams with winning records. So, yeah, it's 6-5 and five versus 6-5. and five, But aren't these two great storylines, the Texans with C.J. Stroud? They, they really are playing very good football. They're back in the conversation now and finally headed in the right direction. And obviously the Broncos are incredible, winning five straight now. So how is this going to shake out? Can the Broncos really go on the road now against a feisty Texans team? Are the Broncos a fraud? Have they been getting it done with smoke and mirrors? I don't think so. I think the Texans are currently the hot team, the trendy team to bet on because of how they've been performing. I don't think people are buying into the Broncos just yet. There's all that skepticism from what we've seen over the past few seasons where, yeah, they've been bad and Russ has been bad, but Russell has been good. That defense is fantastic. I think the Broncos, especially with the hook, I think the hook matters here. I'll take the Broncos plus the three and a half. I think they're going to Houston. Keep this bad boy close. Going to be one of the better games of the weekend. So looking forward to that.